Hey, Lula Menesin back again. This is the Sneeman podcast. Um, I know this episode is a bit irregular, but <laughs> I just had these thoughts on my mind. As I say, like, there's no way I can release like an episode a week. Like, a, a person's mind is always thinking at any moment. So I just want to put out this thought. Whoever takes it, takes it. You know, you get what I mean. So a message. Um, when I was growing up, they used to tell me there's no information. Uh, called useless information you get what i mean someone somewhere somehow a situation uh, will make you benefit from you know knowing certain things like penguins can only be found at a certain place uh, mahatma gandhi was born in india you know it might be useless information that time but as a culmination if once the information combines into something else for example if you hear a random fact about politics every now and then that knowledge one day you might need it for a certain situation. Maybe you are 50 and there's a committee and, you know, you need to discuss political things that are affecting you. You'll probably know something about it. So that's why I do my podcast, like, every day, like, because I always have some thoughts. The other day I didn't have anything. Literally, I didn't have any thoughts or anything to share. So <laughs> I didn't really do an episode. It was just, you know, some random stuff that I was thinking about. But today... I will be doing this episode. Most probably I'll do another episode later on. It depends on how hectic my schedule is. If it's not that hectic, I'll drop that episode as well. So today I wanted to talk about, you know, learning a new language. Like, <laughs> it's so crucial. So I'll make an example of where I live in South Africa, right? There are 11 official languages. 11. Like, <laughs> think about that. The more official languages than any other country in the world, right? I think the U USA, uh, the official language is American, which is English. Yeah, it's American. Yeah, because it's not the same as English, right? So in England, obviously, it's the English language, as you would think. I, I don't know about the Scottish languages, what the official languages are. So if you do know something about that, you can just email me, lulamanderson at gmail.com. So now... On my side, uh, I live in South Africa, so the main language is Zulu, like, because majority of the population is Zulu, you know, like, I think about 40% and the other languages, you know, they're split, and I think it's like uh, 1% Caucasian or English or um, Afrikaans, so I'm not really sure on the full statistics, sorry for that, <laughs> I didn't do research on that part, but anyways... Since it's mostly Zulu, so most people when they come to Joburg, which is like uh the the biggest, it's like the biggest city, like it's like almost like New York, you know. So there are so many people here. So now you'll meet different kinds of people because everyone came in South in Gauteng. Gauta means gold, right? In uh, Sesotho, so Gauteng. Uh, it's the place of gold. So people came to Gauteng to get jobs and all of that. And so different kinds of people would come to Gauteng. You know, you'd have the Zulu, who, like the basically the Tswana came first. And then after it was the Zulu. So that's why you find in Gauteng there are so many Tswana people. And most Tswanas in um, Gauteng, right, they are so way ahead of other people. Like most of their um, cousins, uncles and whatnot, they're educated. In, even the elders, because they've been here for so long. So most people were in the rural areas, like in Limpopo, like in KZN, where like majority of their population was in Gauteng. They were not like 
many people you get what i mean so the Tswana settled here and they became you know the majority of people they came first and they knew africans you know during apartheid there was there were most of them who knew africans and their language has you know african type of things like like words you get what i mean it's a lot of mixture of africans and most of them you'd find that some of them that are colored you you get what i mean so there was an intermixture between the white people and the Tswana because the Tswana were here first, you see. So during the gold rush, everything that happened, uh, you know, it happened. Okay, sorry, I'm babbling. <laughs> I'm trying to get my historical facts right, okay. So yeah, when that happened, uh, the Zulu came and all the other ethnic uh, groups, they came afterwards, especially the Venda and the Tsonga. So, okay, I'll list all the languages in South Africa so you know who's who, but, uh, you know, I'll just skim through them. Obviously, there's English, uh, there's Africans, there's Zulu, there's Tswana, there's Sutu, uh, there's Kosam, you know, the, the Kosa language, the one with the clicks. Yeah, I need to also explain everything about that language. It's very interesting. So you have the, yeah, you have the Kosa, you have the Tsonga, you have the Ndebele, you have the Swati. So I think I mentioned all of them. So now with those languages that are all official languages, okay, I think I forgot another language because I only mentioned nine. So the others would be, uh, did I mention Sutu, Chivenda, uh the pedi language yeah 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 those are the last one chivenda pedi chivenda tsonga zulu if i missed one i'm sorry there's so many because like you know i need to write them down to actually get them right but those are the official languages there are 11 of them so on my side as a tsonga person or obviously as i was talking the history of um of how things so all the other other ethnic languages or, you know, people just came into Gauteng. And the last people that came into Gauteng were the Venda, uh, Pedi, and uh, Tsonga. So, like, and these ethnic groups, right, uh, the Tsonga, the Pedi, and the Venda, they live, like, in some of the hottest, like, places in South Africa because they are up there uh, close to Zimbabwe, close to Mozambique and Namibia the southern uh, side and you know closer to the equator it gets hotter the upper you go in africa it gets really hot <laughs> so most of them when they came in they were so dark and most people like in Gauteng, they had fair skin as i'm as i said the Tswana, they were mixed with a lot of you know uh white people so their skin was kind of fair the zulu most of them were kind of fair because kzn is really not that hot you get what i mean so when the Venda and the Tsonga and the, the Tsonga and the Pedi came in to Gauteng, right? What happened was the Pedi could assimilate because the Pedi language is almost close to the Tsonga language. You know, it's the same kind of languages. So the Pedi could assimilate and because most Pedis that are living in Gauteng right now, they have Pedi backgrounds, but when you talk to the person, it's not even speaking their Pedi language. It, that's the crazy thing. Because they just came in and assimilated. So the Venda and the Tsonga, that languages are so different to other ethnic groups, they couldn't really assimilate. So they, they were almost outcast. Like, oh, where are you from? We don't know you. Like, And back then, obviously, people were not that educated on the maps of South Africa of who's living there exactly. So when they came in, I'm like, hi, man. Like, you don't speak like us. Who are you? Like, Because they came in, I think, later on, like in the 1970s, some of them. 
So a lot of people in Gauteng, the Zulu, the Tswana, you know, some of, okay, the Sutu were not really here. So they knew that these people are not like from here. Like, where are they from? And it took a very long time for actually people to know now. Nah, they actually Tsongas, they are from Mpompo and all of you, when, you, you know, people became more educated because people back then, they were pretty stupid. So they would get used to each other, the culture that they found here. But when other cultures come after, they'll be like, oh, who are you? You know, you get what I mean? So on my side, I know uh, Zulu, you know, obviously everybody knows Zulu. Like everyone that comes to South Africa, the first language as a black person, you might want to know Zulu because everyone is like next to English. English, uh, yeah, everybody has to know it because, you know, it's the, like the educational language. When you go to school, you need to know English. So uh, English, uh, the first one, Zulu, Tsonga, my home language. I think I should have mentioned it first. So I should say Tsonga, English, uh, no, Zulu and then English. Because yeah, Tsonga and Zulu is the language that I talk most of the time. English, I, I talk it on academic circles, you know, like on the podcast itself, you know, writing in English. But most of the time, most of the my time, I'm not speaking English. In, speaking English, because even at work, I work with people who are black most of the time, so I don't speak English. You get what I mean? So English should be the third language, and then uh, the other languages are Tswana, like yeah, the Tswana. Because now languages are so mixed here, you can't tell the difference between Tswana, Sotho, and Pedi. Okay, Pedi is a lot different, but the people that are here in Gauteng, they speak a mixture of Sotho and Tswana at the same time. So I would say I know that language. I'm learning a bit of uh, Venda, you know, a bit of Kosa as well. Uh, Kosa is not that difficult because it's closely related to Isizulu. And as I said, I wanted to explain about that. So basically Kosa, you know, they were the Khoisan, uh, the Khoisan, which are like, were like the first people here, the Bantu, which is the rest of us, you know, the Tsongas, the Zulus, the, the Vendas, the, the Tswanas and all of that came afterwards. So you'd find that uh, the Khoisan were here already and then the Zulu were on the coast in the, you know, KwaZulu-Natal, if you check the map of the world, they were in KZN. So now King Shaga, who united all the Zulu people into one band and calling themselves the Zulu, because there were a lot of conflicts amongst the Zulu, but he discovered, no, guys, we're speaking the same language, so we shouldn't really fight. So they all became the Zulu. So everyone, everyone's dialect, if it's closely related to, is a Zulu. It's Zulu, basically. So now King Shaga and uh, Prince Mzeligazi, they had a falling out. So he took uh, his people and just came on the bottom of the coast of uh, Port Elizabeth, which is Trebecha now, the name of the place, Trebecha. So they came to the coast and obviously in the coast, when you go on the sides of Eastern Cape and uh, Cape Town, which is the Western Cape, there were a lot of Khoisan. That's where they were because the first encounters from Jan van Riebeek, the first person to settle on the coast of Cape Town was Jan van Riebeek. So the first people that he actually interacted with were the Khoisa, you see. That's why Khoisa uh, people have a lot of relationship with colored people because, you know, some of their brothers, you know, they, they uh, intermingled with white people and became, you know, what they call colored, which is uh, mixed people, you know, mixed individuals. But you can't say they are mixed. They, those are colored specifically. So now, so once they came to the coast, obviously the, they were Zulu, but they would mix with, you know, the Khoisan or the Sen people. So the, the, the clicking sound, 
Rebecca, as I said, it, those are the people that settled there and they spoke with the course. And so obviously they would mix and their language became one because that's what happens in South Africa most of the time. As provinces are divided, right? When you get to certain places, the languages uh, become like a mixture of both. It's pretty crazy because when you go to the coast of um, Lesotho and, uh, you know, Tosa states like places like Kokstad, you'd hear a bit of Tosa and Sotho at the same time. Like it's like <laughs> some crazy languages that you've never heard of. So, but they are not official languages because the people are just few. If they come to Houteng, they would have to choose which language they want to speak, you know, which side they fall on. Because now you can't just come to Houteng and speak a completely different language. Like, what? what? Another language again, <laughs> you know? So now, those are the places. Because even in uh, Mozambique, which some of the Shangani Tsonga people are, are living there, when you go to the coast, which is the coast of uh, KZN, right? So once you get to Mozambique a bit and get to KZN a bit, the people will speak a bit of Tsonga or Shangani and also a bit of uh, Zulu at the same time. The languages can be a, a bit of a mixture of both. So the reason I'm saying that uh, you should learn a new language, right, is because it broadens your horizons like in such a huge way. Sorry, I had to give you a history of South Africa before talking about languages, but obviously the languages that I'm going to talk about are languages that are in South Africa. So <laughs> at least you, you see, so that's the perfect example as I can make because that's where I live. So, but anyways, uh, so the languages that I know, those are the basic languages. It's five of them, English, Tsonga, uh, Zulu, English, uh, Tswana, Sotho, and then uh, also Chivenda and a, a bit of Kosa. Because languages, you hear them so much in South Africa, it's easy to catch them. If you try to actually speak them, they, they come out. Like today I was surprised. I was at the till. I was buying some airtime at ShopRite, uh, one of the retail you know shops and stuff like that. So I go to the lady and I ask her, which language do you speak? She says, I speak Chivenda. I was like... Okay, man, let me try to speak this language. I was surprised, but like, I was just mixing words and it, something actually came out. I was like, what the hell? How, how did I know what to say? Like, <laughs> I was even surprised at myself because now I, I have never really tried it because I knew that I knew a couple of words, but I never really tried speaking it. I was surprised. I, some words actually came out and I actually constructed a sentence. I was like, how did I know what to say like <laughs> i was like it's always been at the back of my mind even Kosa language the Kosa language it's so easy to learn because you hear it so much and actually pay attention to the words because uh, there's this thing in south africa you don't want to act like you don't know a like the language of a person especially with tsongas and vendors man. because they came afterwards they needed to learn the languages of other people because they you know they're trying to assimilate because their languages are so different most people don't even hear what they're saying but now it's different because like everybody knows tsonga and venda you can't talk those languages well no one can hear you because you know yeah melting pot and all of that so now yeah that's what happens so now as a tsonga person myself I need to learn every language because now, now I'm taking it too far because my dad, my dad knew like, he knows like, not he knew, like, it's not like he passed away. He knows like almost all the languages in South Africa, except, except for the ambiguous ones, you know, Swati Ndebele, like, yo, those ones are very tricky, you know, like that because they are so closely related, like. 
That's because Tosa, Zulu, Swatin, Debele, they are like from the same tribal groups, but their languages are different to some extent. But if they were to speak, you'd actually they would actually hear each other here and there. They can actually have a compromise and hear what each other is saying. You get what I mean? So now we had to learn so many languages. So that's the reason I know so many languages. But uh, Zulus um, and that tribe, because there's the majority and everybody knows their language, they don't even bother. But there are some Zulus that they're actually learning that you have to learn other people's languages, which is uh, the point that I'm trying to make. If you learn people's languages, it's way easier to communicate. And actually, that lady, when I was talking to her today, she was so happy that I knew her language. Like, you actually make a person's day... And they actually appreciate that you actually learn their language, especially if it's a difficult language that no one actually knows. If you actually put in the effort and actually know their language, it will be much appreciated. Because the, the Shona language itself, the Shona language, like they're from Zimbabwe. So most of us were not familiar with the Shona until, you know, President Mugabe did the whole mistake of, you know, <laughs> chasing out white people from his country and he was sanctioned. So there was a lot of poverty in Zimbabwe. A lot of Zim people came this side. So there are a lot of Shona people around. And I think it's another language that I need to learn, you know, but that will take time. But one thing that I've learned, if you want to learn a new language, right, just go into the group and just let them talk their own language. <laughs> you get what I mean? Just let them talk their own language. Even if like it's painful, you can't even hear anything. Just let them talk. As I'm saying, I didn't know that I knew, I knew Chivenda, but because I heard so many people talking the language, once I spoke it, I was like, what the hell? What the hell is happening? I know how to speak the language. Because that's how a child is, right? When a child, a newborn, because she's, she, he or she is hearing he, she, them. <laughs> Sorry for that. They're just uh, hearing that language. That's how they will know the language. That's all they will know. It's the same as you. It's not too late for anyone. If you, are, you go to a certain place where they talk the language, I'm telling you, don't even try to speak your own language. Though your own language, you'll only speak it if you want to ask, does this mean one, two, three? Does this mean I'm going home? Does this mean good morning? That's the only time you speak your language. But as time goes, try to speak their own language. Greet them with their own language. How are you? I am good. You know, with their own language. And... In the middle of time, you'll be knowing the language. Because that's how my Zulu friends knew the Tsonga language. When they chilled with us, we made, we made sure we talk our language. We didn't compromise. And now they're almost 100% fluent. So, yeah, but anyways, yo, this was a long one. And <laughs> I was so unprepared to talk about this. But I guess there was a lot I wanted to talk about. But anyways, uh, that's the episode for today. Learn a new language. Uh, there actually is some research that suggests that if you learn a new language, you become a bit smarter. I, I don't know if that's true. If that's true, like, I might be very smart right now. <laughs> like, I might be the smartest person you know. So, but anyways, that's the Sneeman podcast. It's Lula Manderson. I hope this catches you by surprise and you actually listen. Sharp, sharp. <laughs>